The Boiled Sports Handsome Hour is sponsored by Martin Vintage. Visit martinvintage.com for an excellent selection of classic Purdue t-shirts. Enter Boiled at checkout for 15% off. martinvintage.com And by AJ's. When you're in West Lafayette, visit AJ's on Vine Street for an excellent selection of beer, burgers, and beefy boilermakers. EatAJ's.com And by Gridiron Metal Works. For outstanding college-themed gifts for the metallurgical fan in your life, check out the grill grates, griddle grates, koozies, and much more from the handsome boys at Gridiron Metal Works. GridironMetalWorks.com I don't know what you see in your dimension. <laughs> Welcome to the World Sports. You know what you should do? You should fit. You should mess with your microphone after we started going live. This is great. This is exactly what you should do. This is how we should kick the oh. podcast off. Uh oh. Uh oh. What was I? Sorry. If I is my fidgeting with my mic at the wrong time? Are we? Oh, you're always messing with it. Are we on? Am I? Yeah. You just leave it be, and it'll grow just stick. fine. <laughs> you mess with it too much, it'll do what it just did and fall. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, we're at peak form, man. What happened? Sports hands happened? Oh, okay. It's Jay and Anish and probably no one else, but you never know. Uh, who knows? Who cares? Remember we used to have guests. I so here's the problem when we say that is that there have been people who have requested to be on, but we just lack the organizational skills to do it. <laughs> the organizational skills being simply to give them the link to this. L- literally, just like hey, like Here, I, it, click this and you can join us. Any of three people that have asked, you know, uh, who have said, "Hey, I need to be on it," I could give the link right now and they would join. However, I'm not going to. Uh, R. Miller asks, "Where's Dowd?" And um, he, uh, I can't, I can't go into too much. He's, oh, I'll just talk about. He's running for governor, governor of California, and uh, that's right. And he's out there um, on a shoe his, design. I think platform. it is campaign headquarters setting everything mm-hmm. up. I don't know. A, I haven't a giant, a giant working boot. <laughs> a giant <laughs> working boot. Working, working for California. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, best foot forward. I think it's going to be a slogan. It's going to be a big boot. <laughs> um, I don't know where he is. Why does it matter where he is? It's like you have a substitute Wait, so teacher. he doesn't follow you around wherever you go? <laughs> Not anymore. No, that's oh, okay. a restraining order. Oh. Okay. Um, so it's, uh, oh, man. it's. Uh, I, you want to spend another 20 minutes talking about Scott Frost before we talk about Purdue? You know, they took away some of my joy. By taking away my Scotty. Uh, a little um, bit. A little and bit. Mark, Mark asks, who's the top candidates for Nebraska's head coach? All of I th- them, Mark. I think we should All spend 20 minutes. I think we should spend the whole hour on this, and we shouldn't talk about anything else. I've got a, I've got a name for you. Since So one of the things we like to do in our group chat is just somebody will just throw a name and say, this guy to this school. And then you know if you've kind of made a good one, everybody's like, ooh, ooh, I like that. So I got one for you for Nebraska. Now, they'll, they won't do this, but this would probably be another. You know how, like, we're all like Campbell would be good, but they, they they will think he's not good enough, right? How about once he gets fired by Auburn, Harson to Nebraska? You just want Harson to work so bad, man. 
No, I just think he's I think he's been a successful coach. Even at Auburn, he's not losing a lot. He lost to Penn State. Made that I, Penn State game look a lot better oh for Purdue. Oh my gosh. Holy cow. They I just manhandled expect, him. I did not expect that. Well, so I, this is what I was yeah, this is what I was talking about when it's like Penn State is has got strong line line play. And I'm so glad that we played that uh that uh rookie that rookie, the freshman um uh running back. Uh, like in the first game that, uh, you know, that, that we played him, he's a stud. Yeah. I'm glad we played him early. Otherwise it could have been a loss. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> it looks like we have, it looks like we have a guest here. Uh, guest, what would you like to say? Hey, how are you? Can Ex- you hear me? <laughs> oh, it's Meemaw. Uh, uh, it's real good. He's gone. That He's was gone. amazing. Yeah, that was perfect. That's exactly that what we incredible. need. Incredible. What was that? Of what was that? A camera of? Uh, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. <laughs> Who will know? Who there will he is. Know? Whoa! He's wearing a collar. Oh my goodness! It <laughs> doesn't make any what sense. Is that? Uh, yeah. Can you? Can you guys hear me? Kind of. Let's just keep Great. telling him we can't. Yeah. He. We should. You just yell. You should just yell, and we one of our microphones will pick it up. It's, uh, uh, yeah, technology around the road. It's ridiculous when you're in, in person at home, too. I guess. So I, I shared with the audience, I hope you don't mind, I spilled things a little bit that um, that you're setting up your campaign headquarters, I think I have that right. You're running for governor of California. That's right. That right. That's right. It's, uh, yeah. it's exciting. I'm glad I could uh, tell everybody right here on the The donations are going to start flooding in anytime. (laughs) Both of you are wearing collared shirts. I feel underdressed. I'm sitting here in my Martin Vintage t-shirt. Martin Vintage and are are boiled for 15% off. Martin Vintage. And 15% off or boiled. (laughs) I mean, you could. Have anybody ever tried? We don't know. Prove it. It's like crossing the streams. You don't want to do that. Oh, man. Um. How, we how spent. Things- we were gonna. Dad, we Ryan. We we're gonna spend uh, some time um, uh, discussing Nebraska's head coaching vacancy instead of uh, instead of the uh, Purdue game. Oh, good, good. Let's see here. Uh, yeah. I think well, it, what? Huh? No, no, I think go. it makes sense. No, go ahead. No, you go. I think. I see. I. I think. Uh, I think they should hire Bobby Petrino. I think this is great. Look, it took him this long. Nope, he's back. Look at that. Are you in an RV or something? Yeah, look at the fifth one. <laughs> See, uh, I think I'm it... on my phone. I couldn't get it to work. On the... yes. I think the um, I think the internet might be coming through your oven behind you. <laughs> yeah, I've got a little. <laughs> you got the little kitchenette. It is great. The you know you turn on the oven, the Wi-Fi turns on. Right. You turn on the yeah. stove. And that's it. That's uh, that's uh, that's the ball game, right? Awesome. High tech here. I think our plan Oil is to do as little talking about Purdue football as possible. Why did something happen? <laughs> well, I think as as you and I discussed when we were trying to come up with the title for the podcast, is that one of the things we all love about college football is the absolute utter chaos of college football on Saturdays and how fun that can be, but. It's it's like when you're making fun of everyone's you know making fun of someone and then all of a sudden they all start making fun of you and you're like whoa 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 that wasn't funny it's not oh bye boy dad just lost lost left the stream 
That's must it. have knocked the internet out of the wall or something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, I think what chaos is fun until until one of those. Now I haven't even looked at this, but you tend to look at everything. Um, and I don't just mean in the locker room. You tend to look at everything related to uh, a Purdue football game. Did you? Ever, what was the win win probability? Did we look oh, at that? I, so here's the thing about that uh, game cast. The ESPN broadcast the game. ESPN does not have a game cast up. I and they don't to have turn it on a, or yeah. They don't have a play by play. Like so, I think it's derived from the play by play analysis. And ESPN doesn't have the play by play drive summary up on. I mean, why would they? It's not like it was on their network. It's not like they're a multi-billion dollar corporation or anything. To be fair, every other game is up there, so it might just be protecting Purdue fans. <laughs> to be entirely fair. Well, they even it seems about really it. sketch. It seems like somebody maybe somebody had money on the game that no. they shouldn't have, and post facto analysis might not be able to be done. Who knows? Who knows? Post facto ipso. Ip- oh, exactly. Exactly. No, that's you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> um, I, they talked about it on Van Pelt on his. They, they kind of just talked about how ridiculous the series of events were. Like that's that's what was so so. Purdue scores with under a minute to go, and you know what's interesting is I was running the kids around, so I had the I had the Purdue uh, radio network feed on, mm-hmm. and they kept saying stuff like, you know. This this was this they scored they scored way too early. Is is what they were saying on the radio feed. They were saying 51 seconds, that's a lot of time they left. And I was like, you can't like you can't play that game. You can't be like, well, let's run the clock down and then score. Because you're 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 going after them and you're trying to keep them on their heels. So that that stuff is is silly. Like that's that stuff. I mean, 51 seconds, you should be able to hold the team for 51 seconds. Right? So then of course they have the multiple unsportsman likes to allow Syracuse to kick off from the 50s. Then Syracuse does a number of insane things where they get the benefit of calls. And then the chaos touchdown. I mean, when you look at that ridiculous pass, it was absurd. The likelihood of making that touchdown completion is absurd is the only word. well so okay let's let's look at first of all um uh mr dowd welcome back. um uh say purple people Thank eaters you. really quickly people eaters there you go that'll count that's almost all the way there that was two-thirds of the way there that's fine okay. no, i didn't catch the purple part of it but that's okay um so it like part of so part of this is let's not be Tennessee fans of last year, right? Which is blaming the referees when there were plenty of reasons that your team screwed up. Purdue scored what nine, ten points in the first half? Um, or ended up nine points in the first half. Nice. Uh, on like how many missed opportunities were there? Um, you know, in terms of either putting points on the board, moving the ball forward, not being aggressive, missing, you know, or having an extra point blocked. In the second half, there was um, Jack Sullivan's. I mean, like if we're if we're talking about penalties, let's start with the one that probably spurred the, um, you know, and and again, we don't want to pile on individuals. He, Jack Sullivan. That was the fulcrum point of the game, like it. Yeah, I mean, like that's where things shifted, right? And so again, it's uh, you know we're not uh, Jack Sullivan's very good and all of this and blah blah blah. His late hit penalty on a third and out ended up being a touchdown drive. That should have been a midfield punt, 
before their 50 yard line. So they were still in their territory. There was, they weren't going to go for it because it was third and 10 or it was third and long. And it wasn't kind of, you know, go for it on fourth down time territory yet. And it ended up being a touchdown. And that's what started swinging the back and forths, um, you know, there. AOC's first boneheaded move in the last two years. <laughs> I mean, just like absolute insanity from AOC that we never see. Um, I, you know, and then, you, you know, I, we can talk about, you know, a whole bunch of other things. But the last thing is the game winning play. The game winning play. Where they where it was one shot at the end zone, and they pray they played press coverage, play, press blitz coverage against just like the one time where it's okay to play prevent defense. This is what prevent defense was made for, right? And instead, we do press man, and all of a sudden you're catching it. Uh, you know, all of a sudden, all the quarterback has to do is stay in there, take the hit, and place the ball perfectly. Before, that is before getting to any officiating weirdness. That's before getting to any other plays, like, you know, any other play calling. It was how many, like, how many of the nine lives that Syracuse had did Purdue gift to Syracuse, right? Six of the nine, probably. I mean, like, it, but, it, was, but, it should have been closed. Yeah, it's, I mean, but the, the, the hard thing for, hard thing in the quick cast, for the, whatever, not, not the quick cast, the, the post, um, that pain during flag just read as a really, really thought when we come back they'd show the replay and you falling on the ground instead you see two guys one guy backing up and the guy back you know as it gets gets the flag so it doesn't make so um uh ryan one every uh, uh eight out of every 10 um uh words that you're saying are coming through which is just about the you know just about the way the purdue played that's Makes fine sense i've worked really really hard to get it to this eight uh, great no, no, that's eight, there again. I, hey they, hey, they worked here? really they worked really hard too <laughs> that one came through <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, uh No man, super keep going. Keep going, Jay. Super delayed. Uh, <laughs> put a Motor City Boilers comment, please. <laughs> he says, "Be that's that's perfect. That's that's exactly." That's uh, right. So so, I hear what you're saying about how you can't, and I'm. I think we're all pretty much usually, even if we're complaining about officiating, I think we're all usually saying like you know you can't blame that you got to win the game and, and it's exactly beating out hit this in his post game and we and he did allude to basketball because this is the truth you have to take it out of their hands right like if you're on the road you got to take it out of the officials hands so i agree with you completely there however however that was and i don't normally complain that was that was the, the worst officiated game I've. It seen was the worst. Offic- I said after all that, that was the worst officiated. That was the most angry I've been at a Purdue football game in I don't know how many. I in the Jeff Brom era. I mean, like I, you know, I don't think I was that mad in the Dara Hazo era. The the no. um yeah you know, the expectations weren't that high, right? But and so I say all that to say like yeah, I mean but like the, that was the think, worst called. But game don't you think that the 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 the, the Brom unsportsmanlike. That was really so. It wasn't. Egregious. It wasn't. It wasn't on him. It was on the coaching staff. No, um, it was on it, him. It was. 
it was. I That's what they said sure? on the radio. They yeah, it was. So it's what it's what it's what they said. But kind of post game reporting was that no, it was all no. a member. I talked his presser yesterday. It was on him. It was on him. They, the the ref are out on the field. He said he was about out of the you know, into the field during a, an extra one on him. And he he is he was like I don't know. He goes I was. 40 yards away from the yeah so. i mean you know so if you're saying that it was on him then that then, then that's fine the the um unsportsmanlike it seemed to be was not um you know was not uh, it was probably a dumb you know it was either dumb on the on the ref or it was dumb on pain it is what it is right but at some point you got to stop complaining right I mean, at some point, at some point, you got to yeah, shut your mouth. What I was at some at, point, though. you know, it's hurting your team when it's still in. But don't again, you think or, that's a buildup of a, it a entire matter. game of horrible officiating? Win the game, it. win the game, and then complain about it. I agree. I, I'm not excusing it. I'm saying that that had to be partly a culmination because they call the unsportsmanlike on Durham when, again, according to the Purdue radio guys. They, both teams were barking the entire game. Syracuse was in guys' ear holes, in O'Connell's ear hole, and nothing was called. And that's a, and then when it happened early in the game, they said that's supposed to be a penalty. That's supposed to be a penalty now. When you're I up get, in a guy's, I am, I am absolutely, like I am absolutely saying that this was the worst officiated game that I have watched in a long time. The problem is when Purdue keeps it in stupid range. Purdue dominated this game this oh, yeah. should have been a runaway away could victory coming though couldn't you when you're up uh, because they kept it in stupid season and we're purdue or nine to three or whatever the hell it is and you're 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 dominating everything and you're sitting there thinking they're gonna score a touchdown and take the lead and that's exactly what happened you could feel this one brewing i think this to me it's, if you give if you give syracuse and dino babers that quarterback who like somehow you might have gained a hundred yards rusher rushing yeah uh, he's tough he's tough he's huge and he hit passes when he needed to that's really all it was Purdue's run defense stopped their likely nfl running back but how many lives did purdue give how many times, how many, how much did Purdue's mistakes cause this to be, cause this to be within the range of, of stupid. And like in the end, it, the, the refs probably were the straw that broke the back, but the, you know, most of the rest of the bail was on Purdue. And so to me, it is, you know, it, 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 it sucks when the refs swing the game like that, but there were so many mistakes that were built up. There were so many missed opportunities um, that it you left it in this range, and you can't do that, especially in a game where it's evenly matched, in a game that was going back and forth, maybe, but in a game where Purdue should have won by double digits, yeah. like that's Makes where it, it that starts to that's where it starts to get tough to. Um, it, it starts to get tough to control, and that's where it gets tough to. I think the first. Um, talking about uh, Payne Durham's um, unsportsmanlike conduct, I think that penalty was stupid. Whoever it was on the coaching staff has just got to shut up about it. I don't care. You all, they all, they're the ones getting paid. The kids aren't. Mm-hmm. In the end, you got to shut up about it. You know that this is still in stupid, uh, you know, stupid range, and you've got to just 
bank the win, and then take the fine after complaining for the, uh, about the refs after the game, right? That was the frustrating part to me. Yeah. Is my audio horrible right now? Yeah, it's, it's like not great. Now. It's You're cutting in and out still. I don't know if you guys watch this. Yeah. Uh, uh, all of them. I mean, like, I have, nope. have enough bandwidth. Nope. I can be nope. angry. <laughs> That's it. I heard angry. I heard angry and we could hear it. So, yeah, it's 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 still <laughs> choppy coming through. I don't know. To me, it's like uh, it, it's it, there's enough anger to go around. You'd be angry at the refs. But like to me, it, like Purdue just left a minute and stupid, stupid range causes stupid things to happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I was just looking at the stats and we all know about um, Anish. I believe you're now calling him Chuck Sizzle. Um, I, I, I have to now. He's forced to. me to. Uh, yeah, we don't make the rules. Um, <clears throat> but not only that, Aiden O'Connell has, I believe, an even 1,000 yards, which is kind of interesting. The quarterback for Florida Atlantic, um, Perry, has 987 yards, 10 touchdowns, two picks. So I'm going to try not to let that concern me. They score a, a fair amount when they score, but they're two losses. People are people are talking on the side here about the 19.5-point spread. Not that I'm trying to move on from Syracuse, but um, it, 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 it's, they, when they've lost, they've given up over 40. So. Mm-hmm. It's funny because every every game now, not that I pay attention to these things, but the over-under of Purdue games is inching up every single game. So for this game, it's now set at 61 and a half, which is so hilarious because it's well, so I thought I thought the under was – I mean, like, obviously we all thought the under was going to hit in the in the Purdue-Syracuse game until the fourth quarter, right? But um, When Purdue took that lead, I thought if Syracuse comes out and wins the game, then we hit the over. Yeah. And boy, I hope that doesn't happen. And then it's a lot of people so. are hitting the over in Syracuse, right? And so, yeah, I, no, I mean, and again, I'm, I am saying this. There was a pass interference on Corey Trice on third and long where two defensive linemen, I believe I went back and watched it. I believe it was, uh, uh, it was, I, I have it here. Like there were two defensive linemen that were pulled down, completely tackled. Um, Scotty Humpich and Brenson Dean. I mean, on the left side, in the middle of the of the line, were blatantly tackled around the neck, right in front of the referee, and the pass interference flag was thrown for Corey Trice downfield. That um, uncatchable ball that was oh. ruled pass interference—that was awesome. it. Was it was so far out of bounds, like it was it like hit the sound guy holding the dish. Right. That that's uncatchable. Right. That's exactly. An uncatchable ball by any definition, correct? I mean, yeah. like, I mean, and I'm just excited cool. that I heard every word in that sentence. I know, exactly. I, I, Look I, at I, that. I've been trying everything. On, I mean, it looks like I'm just sitting here, but I'm busting my ass trying to. My audio. Oh, Look at My intern Mo- is doing great. <laughs> Look it. Motor City Boiler says maybe Bleedown could just use hand signals. Oh, he can use hand signals. Oh, I can. Yeah, I've he, got he, for you, Motor City Boiler. Yeah. <laughs> you don't deserve that. You don't deserve that. <laughs> no, no, don't take it out on him. It's like no. kicking the dog. I mean, um, yeah, exactly. It's the the pass interference is a rule in college football where you can the pass interference only it can only be called on an uncatchable ball if the interference prevented the catch. The per, yeah, exactly. And that ball was what seven yards out out of bounds, right? It was past. Yeah. Someone pointed out it was past the white. Maybe I, I it was you. That guy, the ref that threw the flag for pass interference on the left side, so Purdue's right. Okay, the play before makes me more mad than the, the pass interference, where he pointed 
at the ground and said he was in bounds. That's a catch. And they show the replay, and half of his foot is out of bounds. Well, that so pisses that... me off more than the judgment call because I'm like, this guy's trying to just make sure this happens. No, so He's that's what that's what referees do now because they know that they they, they have the always, video to back them up. Always call it in, and then you can you can overturn it that's if terrible. it so you they know, should, if it's there because it's inside the not Believe their eyes. Like no. either either he's blind as shit, <laughs> or he's a liar, or he's on the tape, or he's bad. He's bad. I mean, like that's the that's Most the thing. Is that, he was just bad. He wouldn't have called the, the the interference a second later for the uncatchable. To me, it's like he wanted to hit the over. That's that's all I can think of. <laughs> I know, I know, nobody gambles in America. I'm kidding. I think I'm the only person in America that doesn't gamble. But goodness gracious. I mean, like on the I don't on think the officials other... can gamble, and I don't think they can gamble in the games that are officiated. Oh, sure, I'm they're not allowed rules. to. Jay, that's not the point. Not there was a there was one particular one which I was trying to find, but there's no play by play. Um, you know, there's no play by play summary. But we were talking about it at the group chat where the announcing crew, which is another just crack team of ESPN, oh, oh my gosh, tremendous, awful. just a tremendous job. That was great coverage right there. As they this, showed the, the replay, one. and the he he got his head around. That was great coverage. Is looking and, at the Purdue player interfering with him with two hands and the ball, like, and they, like, you know, it's a bad. TV crew, when they see the replay that we all see, and they just double down on their like good re, good guys, you will hear the pros. The real they don't have the, to be yes. Men, they'll go. Right? They'll go. Oh oh, look at that. Our guy okay. Adam Amin will go yeah, back right. and say, "Yep, nope, it's that oh, was we bad. Didn't see that the, My we bad. Didn't see that live." And yeah. and these guys are like, "Nope, that's pretty good coverage." What are you talking about? Is so between what the refs were calling and what they announced. So I've complained about Purdue. This is I like to me. The majority of the loss falls on Purdue, the Purdue coaching staff, yeah. Purdue execution. Sure. It's sure. on them. We are now in the complaining part of this. Uh, the, the, I've they been complaining look, for three days, four days. They right. look at this and they, between what they're calling and what the referees are calling, it's like, uh, am I, have I seen football before? Do I know this kid? Do I, am I, do I know what's going on? Am I seeing the same thing? So it's like, I, you know, it was frustrating. Um, people are bringing up, I, Jay Money, people are bringing up um, the Eastern Michigan loss in the rain as uh, among the worst losses in Jeff Brown's tenure. People are, people are bringing up, um, you know, uh, the Minnesota, lo- like some of the Minnesota losses. And there was one other one that was brought up frequently. Um, Rutgers. Which I, no, and the one that's never brought up is 12 You guys 14. were there. That is how dare, day. how dare. Chris Ash. I hear you, Brian Newbert. I hear you, Mike Carmen. None of you bring up the most egregious game that I have ever seen with my eyes. Twelve to fourteen was a in Piscataway. I think I think people do, and and this is not me defending that, but I do think that people look at it's a they worse loss when you do it at home because Eastern Michigan. Everything was at home. that it put the piss in Piscataway. There was nothing that that was. I think people have memory hold that game because it was just so <laughs> miserable for everybody. We almost forget it. We'll talk about games we've been to, or I'll talk about games my son's been to, and we'll be like, oh, and we'll do the whole list, and we'll go, oh, and that game at Rutgers. It didn't feel like an actual football. Like, that didn't count. It was like a fever dream. Like, was, I don't know. How dare all of you Purdue media mafia for not mentioning the most egregious? How dare you? 
So they were putting this, wait a minute, wait a minute. So were they putting the Syracuse game in among his worst losses? Like among the most kind of See, annoying and heartbreaking. It's annoying, but bad. it's a road loss to a team that's not bad. And Purdue did not play terrible football. They played resilient, like Purdue, played, lots Purdue of played a brand of football that if you watch the entire game, doesn't matter Uh-oh. what your opinion is. Of a Purdue or Syracuse, you can see Purdue missed opportunity after opportunity after opportunity, which means that's that's a game that they could have easily won. I don't want to say should have. Fat is just muscle and fat is just muscle in disguise, man. That's what it is, right? They should have. You can say they should have. They absolutely should have. They they. I just looked at the stats again. They outgained them. They outpossessioned them. They out more first downs. More tons of third down conversions. They did everything right except. I don't know. The, the 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 pick six was bad, but except for, the last... they did everything right except for uh, have somebody. That I, I'm I'm telling you that I the face to face on sports when we call. It's, yeah, there, it's I mean that's a pivotal one. There were so if you keep the game in stupid range, the game is going to get stupid. Yep, and that's the that's the problem is that Purdue too often keeps the game in stupid range against Penn State. If you don't uh, just allow a two-play, seventy-five-yard touchdown drive a minute before halftime, right? I mean, like you're going up uh, at home with momentum against Penn State, guys. Two two final minute losses away from being three and zero, and being uh, exactly and it what we thought they could be. Say, if you say that, like, and I know nobody on this on this side of the microphone, none of us are saying then they're a good team because they're this close to losing. They're this is these are bad losses. Like sure. that's the thing. This is very very disappointing to be one and two at this point with this team. And I would say so. Somebody in the margin said um, Mike Carmen calls this the worst the worst Purdue loss under Brom. Um, I can't say that, but I can say one reason you could maybe get that into that category is because Purdue's depth and age and the type and the way they're losing. That shouldn't be acceptable. When you've got, like you said it on your quick head, like when you've got, yeah, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, seventh year guys, you you shouldn't be. I think mistakes, you know, I think sometimes I people mean, and, like and, say, and, oh, you can't make a mistake. Okay. O'Connell's allowed to make a mistake every once in a while. I'm not even going to, it was a stupid one, but it's the first one. He's got 10 touchdowns or whatever the hell it, it is. Yeah. But, but Payne Durham's got to be more disciplined than that for sure. Payne's like, got to be dis- disciplined. The coaching staff has to be more yeah. disciplined than that. I mean, I'm sorry. Um, so let's look at, regardless of, okay, let's pretend for a second. Brown's interference is legit. And Durham's, okay, let's say let's say Durham's uh, unsportsmanlike is legit. And obviously AOC's pick six is, there's no debate. It was just a horrible. Those are three guys that are, what, mistake. fourth year or, or older. I mean, what, what and and we say this, and again, I'm again, and Sullivan, this is that's a fifth year. Fifth, Sullivan was another one, um, and he injured he or he he at least kind of hobbled um, uh, one. I think it was a closing linebacker, like a closing outside linebacker whose name I can't remember right now. But he did, you know, he hurt his own player on that play as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the biggest thing also, I mean, you know, um. How, um, you know, the injuries that were, you know, that were there, Jalen Graham, like how awful was, how evident was Jalen Graham's 
you know, uh, Jalen Graham missing from there. I mean, like every time the quarterback ran for 10 yards, every time, you know, there was a missed tackle. There were a couple nice, you know, knock him down hits. But every time I'm like, if he's able to stay on his feet, that's an extra five yards. Like, what are you doing? Every time that happened, it's like Jalen Graham shouldn't. I mean, like he's really good. But Purdue's defense needs to understand that they're not playing with him. Right. And they need to the they need to compensate for that. And so to me, like that, you know, they're again not blaming the injury, but it was really evident, you know, that game. It was it was just and again, it all of this means you you let the game too often Purdue lets the game, uh especially when they're an older, experienced, good team, deep team, the deepest team that Brahm has had, they just let opportunities slide. They let the game stay in in silly mode. Right. They they let it stay in this in 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 like, I don't know, margins that should be way closer. Right. And especially when you're when you're playing good teams like Penn State or when you're playing teams, good teams on the road like Syracuse, it's this, you know, things like this are going to happen. Right. Um, or things like this are allowed to happen. Right. <laughs> things like this are going to happen when you don't when you don't step on a team. That's Yep. Yep. Two, two games now, two games where Purdue could not either play defense or convert an extra down, which is the converting an extra down is so strange. But Purdue couldn't play defense enough or disciplined enough to close out Syracuse. It's, Purdue could. Purdue it's, same, it's the same thing, step. really. If you think about Penn State, we as fans, we complain about, well, the, the there wasn't enough pressure on the quarterback. So the defensive backs had to do a lot and hold up the play a lot, uh, stay on their man too long, whatever. This game, it just looks like there were just major lapses, both from Trice and Brown. I mean, I I don't know what to say other than, it, to me, it looks like a team that's just very, very undisciplined, has a lot to learn still, a lot to get better, and I don't know if they can make that much of a leap in those things. I just don't – because you've got so many guys – who are so experienced and they're making boneheaded freshman type calls. How do you whip that out of them in at this point? I mean, the the flip side of this is that every Brom team looks so much better in November than they do in September, right? What are they doing? I mean, like so so let me like, and I thought about that, right? This is a recurring theme. And so what's happening in camp? Like we asked this question last plates year, of, though, plates right? of spaghetti. <clears throat> right. Everybody goes to water parks and eats fettuccine every day. So. I don't know. I don't know. And, and like, you have to start asking the question. I'm sure Brom does. I'm sure he does because yeah. he's not a dodo. But, like, what what are we as a program doing? And I say, if I was in his position, what 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 are they doing to get ready that that is so out of whack? And why does it take them a month and a half, two months to get to, to a full gallop every darn year? It should be this year the theory that I had was that because of the experience, these guys would understand what's coming in and what the challenge was coming at them. And it sure as hell doesn't feel like that. So this is a good tr- segue. Ryan Clippers just commented in the side that all that said, I still see a path to eight wins. So, so fine. Think about that. That means if you're talking regular season, that means you're going to go seven and two the rest of the way. Now, sure. I mean, it, yeah. this is the thing. There's the a path. Bomb. This is the thing with the Brom. California. This is the thing with being with Brom is that not, it wouldn't surprise you. Seven and two, you'd say, sure. 
right? And then you go, man, I sure wish they won that Syracuse game. Sure wish they won against Penn State. Or the opposite could happen, and you probably wouldn't be that surprised by that either. I mean, the opposite is that, you know, like you're saying, Florida Atlantic with the uh, Willie Taggart, you know, Florida Atlantic with Willie Taggart comes in and scores a ton of points. Um, you know, Maryland, even though they're stuck in the wrong division, is really good this year. I mean, they're really their offense is really strong this year. Um, Wisconsin and but I don't think they're that good of a no, team. I mean, no, no, no. I again, all of these teams, Purdue is better than, but the same thing, those are those could if Purdue keeps playing like this, those could be coin flips. You know, Minnesota and Wisconsin still look really strong, right? And so you've you know, um, Wisconsin uh, week to week again, that's another team that. You're like, sure, they could be great, and sure, they could be horrible. We've seen both this season. Yeah, I guess I, Minnesota's so strange the only team that looks like a mother, right? Um, but the, who have they played? On the other hand, who have they played? That being said, they look disciplined, They look, which is so strange to think of. If you think of, you know, P.J. Fleck is running the disciplined, you know, low-variance team, and Jeff Brom is running the, you know, uh, mistake-prone wide-variance team, right? It's kind of wild to think about if you just look at personalities. But, you know, the the style of play is, is you know, is what it is. Um you know, to me, it's that that final stretch, you know, where it's Iowa, Illinois, Northwestern, Indiana. Like, that's where you're hoping you're racking up wins, right? But you, you you know, like you think, you, saying, I mean, like, I, I said this before I saw what Purdue was this season. You're not concerned about Iowa now? Like, like I'm I'm more concerned now I mean, than I was two weeks ago, and I was concerned then because of I mean, I'm, I'm concerned about Iowa, but I think that they're like, as in, like, if somebody's on their deathbed. I was like, yeah, I'm concerned, but you know, they, I'm concerned they're, they're, pissed they're off gonna, they lost two of their players to Purdue. Like that to me yeah. is like the biggest, like you want to get a team frothed up and ready, but like those guys chose to not play with you. Yeah, right. So if so I were so the coach, that's Charlie. the psychological button I'd push. Right. Yeah, but Charlie he, wants he, to show out against them too. That's yeah, going to be fun. I'm sure he does. That's and he probably fun. will. And that's the thing. He's shown up every game. Oh, my gosh, what a what a what a consistent man! What a what a dude! What a speaking dude. of smart things that one of you had said on the on um you know one of the recent quick casts that you had uh, yeah, no. Dowd on on um you know one of the quick casts you were like like how do you not how do you not just point to every good great wide receiver wide receiving um you know a recruit in the Midwest just point to Purdue's last five years. And just say this. This is why I think it's. Become, become, I think it's going to become that if it hasn't started no. to. Isn't you, you would think though, and if if they hadn't become it by now, right? You've seen a, a variety of receivers from Mahungu to Moore to Bell to Jones all look like the best receiver Studs. in the conference at one point or another, right? But there's not a line out the door to those guys to come and showcase their their talent. It seems bizarre to me, but. I don't know. We've got, we had, we got Bell and more and like back to back. And to me, like that's, that's, that's great. It's great. Awesome. And really they had really, there's a third guy in line there who was also a blue chip that mm-hmm. didn't work out. So no. that's fair. That's fair. Um, one point I just want to make, I know it's jumping off your wide receiver conversation, but you guys were all just talking about Minnesota and, and a couple of people, somebody in the margin made a comment about Minnesota or way earlier in it about, you know, actually what their question was, was did Purdue make a mistake in not going after Fleck, which I don't really want to even entertain that. I still would yeah. not want P.J. Yeah. Fleck. But 
But talk about so I know I know Minnesota's three and zero, and I know it feels weird that they're three and zero, and Jeff Brom's one and two. They've played three home exactly. games. Exactly. They played New Mexico State, mm-hmm. Western Illinois, and Colorado. Now, yeah. great Purdue, teams, all great teams. Purdue could find a way to screw games up for sure. Oh, sure. But Purdue's played Penn State and Syracuse on the road. That's not even remotely comparable. So, I don't think that those records are indicative. I think so. They have to go to Michigan State this week. They actually have to play a road game. So. We'll see. I mean, maybe they are good. Maybe we'll see. We'll see what they do at Michigan State. I think they're the same that they've been under Fleck. That's the thing. He's been incredibly consistent, right? His teams are based on a, something you can – once you figure out the system of how to create a very, very salty I mean, it's a Wisconsin, defense. It's a, it's a Wisconsin system. It's a ground-and-pound right. ground offense with salty defense. I mean, that's right. it's, it's right. what Iowa wishes they were, right? Right. It's what I mean, really. I mean, Iowa's still there, just no offense at all. They don't even practice it during the week, pretty much. They don't. The heavens have abandoned them. Get out of here. Fraud, insurance fraud of a program. Anyway. So, how about this? Uh, If you look at, you know, a couple weeks ago, I talked about 50 50 games um, and my idea of what a 50 50 game and which game was a 50 50 game has changed. Has your any of your ideas about what's remaining on the schedule changed in the automatic L category? Is there anyone that you say, okay, yeah, now that's a loss, and it wasn't a couple weeks ago? You, I, you know, that's yeah. the other, that's the freaking part of this is that you look at the you look at the schedule and everybody's bad. I mean, like everybody's not, they're not bad, but they're they're not good. Like nobody on the schedule is good. Right, and so it's like that's. I, I think Minnesota, I'm, I'm going to stick with my Minnesota. Minnesota's I think good. I think Minnesota's probably good. good. Yeah. I think Wisconsin is probably Wisconsin's good. good. They're good. I, is yeah. there no? Everybody else is, is is not very good. Everybody else is not very good. I agree. I don't. I don't because because here's what I'll say. This start while disappointing has not changed my belief in what the team is capable of. I haven't right. seen them go out right. and thought, "Ooh, they are not what we thought." They can. They're so close. Anybody. I'm not worried about that at all. And except for stupidity at the. So take away all the bad calls. Take away all the annoyances. Like you could cut this a million ways, and I think we sort of already did touch on this. But take away the stupidity at the end, and they don't, and they win. Right. Take away oh, any sure. element of those things. Any one loss, of the, the things. Calls exactly. The bad discipline. Take away bad... my balding, and I'm probably a professional model. Fabio. That's no, a, see, you, that's too much you of and, a leap. You like to do that little game, but that one is a leap. Same, you said, same. same. Yours is your 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 best one is is maybe I'll now. maybe I'll have a growth spurt. Right, maybe, maybe. Right. it could happen. No. Either height or hair. Either one. I don't need both. There are so many. There are so many mistakes against Syracuse, and there are so many mistakes against Penn State. And you take one of them. You tighten up. That you tighten it once. And those should be at least one of them should well, be wins. Right? Games in the final and that's minute, why you still you you are you are two plays, let's say, away from three and zero. It's so, so again, I'm not saying which you makes should, you feel which just makes you feel even more annoyed. It's yeah. more annoying, absolutely, than if you just got whomped by somebody. You say, okay, they're just not what we thought. They are the team we thought as which far is, as talent and ability. Is, they are is, that team. They they do have those guys, and they're still one and two. So I guess I would say I was thinking about this today. Purdue fans, there's a lot of mad Purdue fans, and and people go really. Boyle loves Twitter after a, a loss like that. That's one of his favorite places to be. People are very rational and reasonable. And look, Purdue fans who are angry, you have every right to be. And if you want to be mad, you should be. I, I'm not. I'm not here to do that whole thing where it's like, no, you should support. No, no. If you're mad, that's fine. 
But but this is not the way Purdue has done this in the past. And that's what like this this team is not losing because they're not good enough. They've 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 found a way to screw themselves late, right? And so that there is a difference there to me, right? Like to still have hope that they could win any now now we said this last week. They have taken away the margin for error, right? To have a nine, 10 win season and lose two or three games. If you start three and oh, 10 wins is absolutely on the table. Because right. then you've got nine games left to win seven. That's or six and then a ball game. So now you don't have that. Your cushion is gone. Now, do you do you burn those early in the season? Do you burn them late in the season? If they go on a run now, I don't care how they get there. But now it's it's the degree of difficulty. You can, I you know to to, to, Dowd, to Dowd's question earlier. I do think that they can tighten it because I don't think it's it's that. Like we've seen Brom teams get better through and, and sharper as the season goes on, and we you know Jalen Graham hopefully will come back. And if it's the same trajectory, I could see them because every team is bad on the schedule. Not bad. Again, every team is average on the schedule. Nobody's right? impressive. I mean, and Minnesota so and, and Wisconsin are your best opponents. How right? strange is it that next week, Duke and Kansas are going to play to open the season 4-0? In football. How about USC? Duke has kind of been there. They've been good. They've been there. How about UCLA? No, they fired. With nobody they fired in this. No. It's a no, they pushed Cutcliffe out. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but his point is they've been, they were they were weren't they in the ACC title game like four or five years? Oh, and there he goes. No, there he is. He's back. It's like the curtain closed and reopened. Um, it, it, I find the one that's crazy to me is UCLA and USC, two programs that seem sort of dead recently, are both three and zero. Oh. No one's going to UCLA games, which that's a weird phenomenon. Did you see those? Yeah, pictures? that was that was ridiculous. What the hell? Your team's three and zero. Why would you not know. be there? I don't understand. I don't, I don't know. That's it's. It looked like there was a bomb threat or something. It was nobody. Yes. Nobody. Section was. I mean, like it was like a smattering. There was like no five hundred people, and then yeah. like nobody else. Yeah, yeah, that was very weird. Yeah, Kansas being three zero. Big ten. Um, big ten. Big ten. It's <laughs> my favorite. Well. Get, snag Washington and Oregon, man, and now we're now we're cooking. Now we're cooking with gas. The Big Ten Far West. That's what we'll call That's it. That's right. The Big Legends Ten Pacific Le- Division. Legends leaders and just let them play uh, each uh, other, like do like a round robin all season. And then Legends leaders left coast. Yeah, there you go. I'll See, this you're sounding you're sounding like a California governor already. Yeah, boy. R- Rutgers playing a road game in California is going to be great. That's, That's going to be hilarious. Yeah. yeah, it's historic. It's historic rivalry from sheet. To, from How are we not talking about sea. this? Holy crap! This so John and Motor City Buller are debating in the side about the leg lengthening surgery. Have you guys seen that? Oh, it's Don't... disgusting. Yeah, it's real. Think about so. So one of the things I say all the time is Immensely mental illness. Mental illness is everywhere around us, and right. people who will have their legs broken to gain like three inches of height. And it's like a year or more of, of recovery. This is a thing. This is a prominent becoming prominent thing for men who are like five, seven and insecure. Oh, there's it's a not- guy. I saw a picture of a doctor who's five, three, he was built like me and he's standing next to that doctor who's like five, eight. And the next picture he's taller than the other doctor. I was like, Whoa, what if they did that except with arms? <laughs> well, but, 
No, don't they have to? Anish, you're the you're the biologist here. If we made Boiler Dad six foot three instead of five foot no, three, no, we make him with the same arms. We keep him with the same my arms. My arms aren't that short. My arms are not that short. Honestly, I can wear like medium and large shirts. Don't have to cuff them. But like the. I have a 27 and a half intensity. So you seem like you're a prime candidate for this. Uh, I'm the guy. Surgery. I'm the guy. But here's one thing. I am averse to pain. So I'm probably not going to. You should only lengthen your thighs so that your thighs are real, real long. <laughs> like, <laughs> so you're like, yeah, it's just... his knees are like, yeah, like at the top of his. I would still have size seven and a half feet. <laughs> that yeah, that's what I mean. The... People don't think about this stuff. You, you, Everything gets out of proportion, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, neck lengthening surgery? That would be great. Motor what could go says, wrong? Says they're, I think he's drunk. They're not broken if they fix it right away. Is that like if a lamp falls and you glue it together? <laughs> you glue it together fast. No one saw it broken. If a lamp breaks and no one sees it broken but you if, and you fix it, it never broke. <laughs> they're not that's broken the same. they fix it right away. Same. Trust him, he's a doctor. Same. Yeah. Um, yeah, and John says you can no longer be an athlete after that surgery, too. No kidding. No kidding. You can probably well, barely walk. Not with I, that attitude, you can't. Exactly. <laughs> PJ Fleck, leg lengthening surgery. Um, man, PJ Fleck, Nebraska? I think that... Why would he Nebraska... leave, though? Why would he jump Big Ten unless it was to an actual good program? Yeah, um, exactly. Money! Uh, Money! All money. Money. money, 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 money. If you can get that hundred ten million dollar contract that seems so popular right now, yeah, it's you're PJ Fleck, you're Nebraska. I, I want to bring rage. up. I want to bring up an idea uh, from the shutdown forecast. Um, okay. They brought up that there is a likelihood that Louisville could open, and there's a candidate. There's a candidate with Louisville ties. Mm-hmm. There's a candidate. Who's been in the Midwest in the Plains that knows it really well, back and forth, that's with his program, that doesn't function with a with an NIL budget as much as Louisville does. Um, you know, uh, that being said, um, but can make it happen. Um, and has 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 their program on the right way. That's right. Bobby Petrino has gotten Missouri State University off yep. to the best start of their generation. I don't see how it could go wrong. Just bring Bobby home. Just do it. Bring Bobby back. Didn't they just fire him for Satterfield? It's the yeah. funniest. The funniest picture is when he was at Arkansas and his face brace. is red and it's the neck brace. Yeah. I you should not laugh oh, at so another good. person's pain. That's the they, funniest picture I've ever screen, seen. But... They they put it on the screen during college game day, which surprised me because usually ESPN and shows like Game Day kiss coaches' asses. And right. it really surprised me that they put that up. They That's like put a Twitter the, picture. That's not they a, should yeah. put the um, uh, what's his name, Kirk. Um, they should put the picture of him that's charred, just oh, charred red. red. Oh yeah. yeah, except for his eyes is the best. <laughs> they should put that on there too, side by side. Who looks worse? Um, I didn't. Did you guys check on Twitter? Like, there's a. I mean, I've I've muted that person, but there there are many people that are saying Jeff Brom is uh, you know should come home to Louisville. What did they feel about? Is that? he from did there you, or something or what? I don't know. But what did they? Were they still chirping? I really, I really, I've muted so many. I don't know. You should not weeks. check. Nobody yeah. should go on social media. Is poison? Is poison? And you shouldn't wait, go there. Wait. You mean what are you saying? Are they going to turn to change their mind because Purdue? Yeah. Lost to Syracuse? No. No. Think about where they're at. Dude, 
Because okay, so what do we I have to do? We're... So what do we have? To, how do we have to lose? <laughs> yeah. I've, I've said this before. You guys have heard me say it. You both have, have poo pooed, and Anish especially doesn't think. If Louisville opens, I, I said the last time when he turned them down, I said the next time it opens. The next said. time it opens, he's going to go there. You did say that. I believe that. I still believe that. As stupid, I almost as it is, think if he doesn't go this time, he doesn't go. Probably not. I kind of agree there. Maybe, or or maybe then it becomes Anisha's uh, theory in the past, where it's like he goes you somewhere, come and home. keeps doing, and then he comes home one day. He can always come yeah. home. Maybe That's then. That, but, to me, his his business model. He loves Howard Schnellenberger. Schnellenberger didn't he go back to Louisville as an old man? Or am I wrong? Yes, that? I think so. Because so he was maybe, at, um, that's the, he? maybe he's gonna follow Schnellenberger and go there when he's like 60, 65. Always, right. You can you can always come home. Let Dion coach Louisville. Right. Right. It's we a perfect fit. It's Except perfect it's an Adidas fit. and Nike thing. Like that's you know, that's Ooh. the only thing. Ooh. But they can work. And that it out. Adidas, they run that damn town. It's not it's no joke. That's so. the only thing. Dion yeah. Sanders to Georgia Tech. Could we get a more a funnier juxtaposition? That'd be amazing. It I'm but it's a Nike school in Atlanta. I'm just that will probably need a head coach. Yeah, I'm just saying. What is Jacksonville State's record right now? Good. Oh, they're, they're good. good. They got they're they good. got dudes. They haven't lost they're yet. Really they got well, they've dudes. got that recruiting class is absurd. But yeah, I mean, like, how long in, do those guys stay? Fifteen minutes until well, until sure Dion. Can. Yeah, until Dion sure leaves. can recruit. Exactly. Yeah, he's, he, he's he got a great closing pitch. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Did you, but, did, oh, Dion, Dion and Auburn. Is there a more chaotic fit? It's a good one. Then he and Saban can film more asinine, stupid ass Affleck commercials. Oh, is there more? Am, am I? Is my brain telling me uh, an incorrect memory? But didn't Saban and Dion kind of get into it last summer? Am I? Am I no. What you're, I think what you're thinking of is Dion pitched a fit because um, a reporter was calling him Dion. Instead of coach, when he and he specifically used Saban as an example, you don't call Saban Coach Saban Nick. Yeah, That's you're right. not That's Nick right. Saban. You what? Doofus. He's not. Well, give oh, me we one should probably difference. just we should probably just call him Nick. It's like calling Chef uh, Chef something Chef outside of the kitchen. It's weird. It's just weird. This is a weird thing that we do. I call you Chef every time I see you. <laughs> I call you Always Doctor. Cooking up. Exactly, doctor. Doctor, doctor, doctor. Well, Jay, did you get questions from Twitter today or did we not get We We do have some. Let me take a look over there. I invited people to ask anything they want. Oh, I got a real football one, and I did like this one. Okay. And I feel like we've been asked this before. You can bring back one Purdue. This is from, sorry, this is from Doc McDoom, which is a great name. You can bring back one Purdue football player or coach in their prime for the season. Who are you picking? And a couple of people responded. My first thought, and a couple of people responded with defensive suggestions. My, I'll be honest, my first thought was, man, if you had a Leroy Keys or a Mike Allstott running the ball with this passing offense, because that's I just like thinking about offense. Otis Armstrong, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That would be fun, but but we had somebody say Kerrigan can't can't argue with that suggestion. And then someone made a great. Someone said I'd bring back Woodson, Rod Woodson. I like I like the defensive end idea better. I don't know if yeah. Kerrigan's the best. Maybe uh, Phillips or um, 
Let's think. Uh, maybe Colvin in his prime. I mean, I, I want an edge rusher. I want a, yeah, yeah, I like a guy idea. who can fly around the edge because they really don't have that right now. I right. do think Nick Carraway is going to be there in a year or two. But, yeah, an edge rusher in his prime might be a difference maker because that's really what the defensive backfield needs right now is a guy who can get in the quarterback's grill. really makes a difference. Some, I was watching some analysis um, of a bunch of guys just talking about film, and they said, they said if you watch a lot of – famous plays in the history of college and pro football, you'll say, wow, why didn't the quarterback see all there was all that those two wide open receivers? Well, because he had a monster of a defensive end right in his face and you can't see anything. You're just running for your life. It really matters. I uh, would pick uh, Danny Hope to play outside linebacker in his prime. How about Brock's back to play outside linebacker? Oh, both of them. Why not both of them? It's like, you know, it's like walking through a hall of mirrors and you see the same thing on either side. You don't know what to do. It's the Spider-Man meme. Yeah, exactly. Back is probably, I mean, like, so somebody commented earlier and said Purdue's linebackers are slow when Graham's not there. Remember, Graham's not really a linebacker anymore. I don't mean to get out of that. He's kind of a hybrid linebacker safety. But also, I think OC Brothers is not that slow. Purdue does have a couple slower linebackers. That showed up at times um, versus Syracuse, and it showed up versus Penn State, too. But uh, I think Brock Speck would fit right in. The first time I ever heard OC Brothers' name, I, on the radio, I thought they were they were describing a pair of brothers that Purdue had recruited. The OC brothers, right? And I was like, "Wow, that's that's pretty cool." To me, that's it sounds like an old timey like uh, company, like Hall and Oates. <laughs> the OC brothers now performing, <laughs> right? I and that'll never get out of my head. Now, I, yeah. that's um, yeah. <clears throat> Motor City Boiler, uh, who's just been an absolute menace tonight. Um, he asks on Twitter. <laughs> Are are eyebrows considered facial hair? Yeah. No, they're not. No, they're not. Yeah. No, they're not. Because very, very pretty women have eyebrows. You, and you would say, wow, it's hair on facial hair. It's on the facial. It's 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 the facial hair. Yes, the eyelashes are also facial hair. You get them threaded. You get like people get them shaped. People get people have them treated just same way if you had um, a pristine mustache or Boiler Dowd's beard. It you know John it's, it's, it, by the way, with you get other it. you get other parts of your bodily hair uh, shaped in each, and we don't call that facial hair. So. Yeah, because it's not on the face. <laughs> That's a key distinction here. You you have to with facial hair. It's facial John hair. John says the OC brothers <laughs> apothecary. I love that. That's that's what I'm talking about. Nailed I could see it painted on brick, like yes. you know, yes. their old yes. school kind of brick, uh, you know, I'm former down, factory. <laughs> so, how, how French? He's how's this playing into me? Right? He says more delusional fan base: Nebraska, Tennessee, or Louisville. Now they this give a run, but but it's Nebraska. It's Nebraska. Like Tennessee has been good. In what we might well, no, they weren't that much after. Remember, I was going to say. Go from the, serious question. Let me ask you guys a serious question. And we're in our we're in our own little you know our Purdue echo chamber. Does anybody see Purdue as delusional from the outside? Like, I'm not trying to be funny. Like, no. I don't we, think we, so. We are so hurt. We what do we? What do we? What? What? What do we delude? Like, there's I don't no. Know. We, we we had a Anish had a great point off the behind the uh, on another on another. Medium, I think it was an issue said because uh, somebody was was being a oh, jackass during the post game, and the Anish or Michael said, "Hey, 
we make fun of Purdue. We don't care if you make fun of Purdue. We'll do it ourselves, yeah. right? That's, we'll do it. We'll take care of that. We, got, we don't yeah. need you. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's my whole point. Like, I think the Purdue fan base, maybe just the ones we interact, maybe that's it. Maybe we've muted so – or I've – not you. you know, that's not fair to you, Jay. Maybe <laughs> I've muted so many people in the Purdue fan base that all I'm seeing is the people that are, like, in the margin here that are just relatively sober fans. They kind of get it. They get it. Exactly. But did you see, I got into it, and I've been really good about not getting into it with people on Twitter for a long time now. But there was a oh, person. I, oh, I saw that. There was a person who was ripping Brom and saying Purdue can do better, and you know the hallmark of his time here is undisciplined. And I said they can do better. I was like, who? And he, you know, he couldn't answer it. And then I later was like, well, I'm still. Then he said for that. he didn't say it. Pretty then he said, said he didn't well, say it. Really and I said, I said, here's your. You said they can do better, and. I think what he was trying to hide behind was you can read it a different way. Like they could, they could do better. They could play better. Like you're lying. Now no. you're lying. Go right. away, old man. Exactly. Um, Mark Goshorn. Is it Goshorn? Goshorn. I mean, I don't really care, Mark. Goshorn. This I is think my Goshorn. show, so I'm going to call, call you yeah. whatever I feel like calling you. Um, right. There's nothing sober about us, he says. That's fair. That's, that's a that's true. fair. Entirely true know. statement. I think um, I think Purdue's rec- the reason I ask that question because you have, you give those you juxtapose Purdue's fan base with Louisville, Tennessee, or Nebraska, I and you'd say well, I think most people would say Purdue fans would be like, oh no, here comes the bad part. Like oh, that's yeah. that's what we do. Yeah, because the, you know what the difference is between us and them? They've experienced success. <laughs> no, but 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 Nebraska and do you know how many fans- Sweet Sixteen championships we have? <laughs> I mean, they're they're stacked up. Goosehorn, John Junger says you call it, you pronounce it Goosehorn. I think. Um, I don't. <laughs> no, but here's the thing: you said you said Purdue fans are are the motor says they're not delusional; they're masochists. You said they find themselves in each. Were you just saying that the, they find themselves going, "Uh oh, bad things are coming." Yeah. I think Tennessee and Nebraska fans. Bad things hit them in the face like a like a cinder block, and they're right. like, "What? That's not who put that shocked. Shocked every time. Championship. Like shocked every time they well, get wet when they walk out in the rain." Right. <laughs> Greg, right. our friend Greg, our man behind enemy lines in Nebraska, I believe it was him on Twitter. He said that they talked <laughs> themselves up all week, and then went down the field, and <laughs> and. <laughs> I just looked this at the was, sidebar. This and, is uh, great. Greg says, hang the sweet 16 banners, the roof would cave in. <laughs> so listen, who's your fan who's tuning in to the Boiled Sports? We got banners too. We're going to beat you to it, is what we're saying. We got banners too. Not the big ones, but by volume, we've got more yeah. of the many, small many ones. Banners. Yeah. Many banners. Yeah. Tiny banners. Uh, Greg said that they talked themselves into. Th- I, I believe him too. He said the fan base talked themselves into. I believe him. Putting on a good show. Then they went down the field and scored on their first. And and they were like, yes. <laughs> it's like, oh. It's Here's so the thing, though. Purdue went down two scores in this stupid, stupid Syracuse game. Purdue went down two scores. We were forlorn. Double-digit uh, deficit, and then less than thirty seconds later, Chuck Sizzle is rolling into the end zone, and all of a sudden it's a game again. I mean, that's the thing. Is like well, it's funny. We... you guys do this. So I was watching with three similarly minded Purdue fans. All of us when they went down when after AOC's pick six, we're like, 
All right. And then they score almost right away. We're like begrudgingly high five. We're like, yeah. Because you you haven't you're not you haven't gotten over the med quite right, yet. You're still stinging. You're smarting from what just happened, yeah. and now you're supposed to celebrate. Stop it's with ridiculous. the roller coaster. I want off. Um, no turnovers in the last game. That's not great. I mean, like that was a that was kind mm, of a forced. hallmark. Yeah, no. no I think they had a couple yet. that got taken away, didn't they? Well, I mean, you know that is what didn't it they is. Have two. It's tough when you get those taken I, away. I, I, but oh, one I of those know. was really legitimate dog shit. But we, we didn't it? even talk about that call. Which one was that one? The one where the they interference they said, on the interception. It was the tone, oh my but it was oh enacted in NCAA, which is garbage. Oh, you're right. Yep, you're right. Sorry, Anish. I don't one. know if I put you over the side yet where you that, we can. That was it. Stuff. Yep, that was it. That was the one. I forgot <laughs> about that one. That was right. right. That was a. That was second or third quarter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, second. again, second, second. Because that, yeah. um, I, I only think, because did it turn into points? It must have. So. That's what. That's the only reason why I think it was third. Anyway, yeah, that was. Okay. Yeah, there was a. But that was annoying. That was awful and annoying and terrible. You are correct. That should have been a turnover because that was where that was one of the rare instances where Purdue got pressure. Right. Um, yeah. The yeah. other thing that was like really disappointing because like Purdue handled Penn State's line. And some Purdue's offensive line handled Penn State's defensive line. Somehow Purdue couldn't handle um, uh, Syracuse's, de um, you know, defensive pass rush, right? And so the offensive line was like not really allowing AOC any time. So it was, I, I don't know. You're you're seeing pressure from the backside. So I don't know. We we got a question from uh, CJ Platt um, who just a few minutes ago sent it in. He says, and this is interesting. I, I don't. It's an actual real question. He says, why do you think Purdue's wide receivers have never made a mark in the NFL overall? There have been many highly productive ones that us fans were certain would stick. At this rate, even uh, more will bust uh, unless AZ figures out how to use them. What? It's an interesting point. Um, so wait, so let's, let's it's been like 18 months of Rondale's Morris career. What are you talking about? Well, well, but, but his point is that nobody's really Purdue hasn't for all the good offensive. But who is who is the who is the guy? Okay, we can all say I, I think you can say Taylor Stubblefield was a system wide receiver, right? And I think we knew that coming out because his his tangibles, not his intangibles, his tangibles weren't very good, not very fast, not very tall. He's a great route runner, right? He was he coach, coach on the floor. Coach on the floor, right? Um, Stanford, not, I mean, like kind of a gazelle, right? But another guy that the NFL wasn't excited about. So saying somebody's a bust, don't they have to be um, a, a guy well, that's he, highly touted and picks relatively high? To right? be fair, he said, why? His actual question is, why do you think Purdue wide receivers have never made it a mark in the NFL? Okay, that's, yeah. And I, I mean, because Purdue's, like, until now, historically, Purdue's wide receivers have been okay. And we've used them right. in ways to get yardage and, like, you know, to, to exceed expectations, right? This is the first era where Purdue is recruiting blue chip wide receivers. They put up blue chip numbers in college right. and then they go to the NFL, right? right. This is the Think first about that. The blue chip, that. the true blue chip wide receivers that Tiller dealt with, you could say Selwyn Lyman. And you could maybe say Dorian Bryant, but he was via transfer because I think he was a low. That's a good one. Yeah, right? that's a good one. But none yeah. of these guys have been like prototypical big. The most productive ones are guys like Lyman was a big Daniels guy. Lyman was a big, yeah, but he guy. didn't he didn't produce much at Purdue. Well, he didn't produce much, produce much at Purdue, but he was a he was a legit yeah. four star receiver. Like he was, 
He was comparable uh, to Wright or Bell uh, out of high school. Okay. Um, but he didn't do anything at Purdue. And then the next one over here, I love this. Um, I, I love bringing up Chris Daniels because I love yeah. watching Chris Daniels play. But, um, yeah, Ryan Clips says, growing up, Chris, uh, growing up Chris Daniels, I love to watch run routes out there too. It's like you rearrange the words. Yeah, that was like a Shakespearean. Uh, they're all there. Growing up, Chris Daniels, I love to watch Growing Russ up, Chris Daniels. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. <sighs> but yeah, you know, no, it's Chris you know, and... awesome. But he was not. I mean, I I would say that that's another guy that doesn't fit the mold. Didn't fit the mold for the NFL. If right. if Belichick would have figured out what he really loved, maybe Chris Daniels would have been an awesome Patriot. It's gonna be awful when Charlie Jones is on the Patriots, isn't it? Yeah, all good, gonna... all good Purdue players except Breeze end up on the Patriots. Right, right. It's well, maybe there's a new era upon us. I mean, you've got Karloftis doing major things, and I mean, maybe there's a new era. <laughs> Xander Horvath, All Star, scoring Horvath. every single yep. game that he's Xander in. Pro Bowler, score Horvath. touchdowns forever. That's that's. I look at the trend line. Find how is this wrong? <laughs> Nothing's wrong. It feels so right. All right. Good talking to you guys. Is, is that it? No more no more Twitter questions? I, did, I, I No, nothing more I feel like addressing. So, uh, um, Nothing more that's worth talking about. Um, homecoming I, I FSU. Know, we've I, got probably a, we, we, I probably missed it. FSU? I, did you just say FSU? Yeah, I said FSU. Who's? I said, I Florida, I'm like, having uh, a stroke right now. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. They'll be back. They'll be back. What about it? I, I wanted to say, did we did we say thanks to our sponsors? Uh, earlier we did. I, you probably were having technical difficulties. I, was, I, I don't was know at, that we, we mentioned our friends. I don't know if we mentioned our friends on Vine Street, AJ's on Vine Street in West Lafayette. Uh, definitely go there. I I uh, can't recommend them enough. We always recommended them because they paid us to, but now I've actually been there, and I very much enjoyed it. Now uh, we have plaque in our arteries that will be there forever. <laughs> delicious, delicious, delicious plaque. Oh my god! And it's it's no longer in a place where the walls have holes in them. It's fantastic. It's brick. There are TVs on the wall. They're, they're, it's crazy. It's it's a little too polished. It's so for nice a, for, for a college, you know, greasy spoon dive place. Right. right. Like, that's the crazy like a, part. It's, at my age right now, I like to go. There. I enjoy it now exactly. And I think twenty five yeah. years ago, I would have. I probably would have bought my parents there when they came to. Right. You're like, oh, that, it's probably expensive. It's clean in there. <laughs> Kids these, kids these days going to clean AJs. Exactly. That meets health standards and whatnot. Yeah. Good dude. We miss the old AJs with a breeze going through the lobby. <laughs> yeah. I that's, I never experienced that, I'll be honest. Oh, that's when I experienced it. It was so great. It yeah. was so good. They're still good. They're still so good. It was awesome. Shout out to oh, AJs. Man, that was yeah. great. That was good stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, good job, guys. As uh, Ryan Clip says, it was a type 40. Um yeah. And I want to apologize to everybody, uh, and I want to say thanks to to uh, whatever hotel I'm staying in. in uh, thanks to uh, Verizon Wireless or T-Mobile, whichever one. Just shake him is fine. Why would you? You're in what Southern California? Why would you yeah. expect to have a good signal there? That's not, I mean, they there's don't no use data. There's people here, so you'd Middle think maybe nowhere. the 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 yeah. internet, the interwebs would be okay here, but nope, nope, nope. Boiler um, down oh, for California. So- before we wrap uh, this up, well, well, before we go, um, I didn't hear any predictions. I didn't hear any. I didn't hear any thoughts on the game. Anybody nervous? nervous? So what's the over under? You said it's sixty one. Sixty one, I believe now. 
Uh, let me see here. I'm going to say uh, 61 and a half. Uh, FAU. It's Florida Atlantic, right? Um, 60. No, it's it's Florida International, I think. Florida. It's not Florida. International. Central Florida. Florida, Florida Atlantic. It's one of them. You are it's one of them. Florida Atlantic. Okay. 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 FAU. Yeah. FAU. Um, <laughs> you can say it every time. Doesn't matter which Florida school with three letters. You can say it. it. Always works. I think Purdue needs to win by double figures. I think this one needs double to figures. Be... No, sh- no kidding. Yeah. This they I think this win is going to be thirty. I, they, I mean, they won't. But gonna, I do think. Yeah, but I do think it'll be. I, I, th- it'll be in the teens. Like I think it'll be between. There's 10 some and magic in Ross so. Maybe this is the. Maybe this is the catalyst. Catalyst that gets this team going. They, I mean, night games are always fun in Ross Aid. Even, even in a heartbreaker, which we've had this season, I don't see a heartbreaker happening in this one. No. Um, what could go wrong? Us not expecting heartbreak. I yeah. Yeah, I I think it's going to be here. I'll give you one to think of. Think, remember his second game, Brown's second game when they played Ohio under the lights, mm. and it was like super fun, and they won like that was an awesome. That was can one. we can we like get that. some can we get some traction on the return game? Like that's the one thing that no that no don't wish gears. for that. That's not going to happen. That's they clearly the one thing have that my gears. Broken. How can Iowa get this fraud of a program? How can they get? Running return yards with um, well, with Chuck Sizzle, and we can't do anything. That's the well, one thing that grinds not, me. You're you're pining for return yards. How about whatever happened to Trickeration Jeff Brom? I know. Uh, there was one try, and it was horrible. Let's not forget the Sheffield play on the, the oh, grounding. Yeah. That was awesome. Sheffield and Sheffield and AOC seem to be on different pages. It's very strange. I'll tell you the other guy that's not on the same page. This is what I thought would happen with just the receiver Rice. Rice and AOC are not on the same page yeah, at all. It's so strange. And we still haven't even seen Yassine because of injury. It's been a little more prolonged. I mean, these are the things that I thought would happen. I really didn't think they'd average nine to eleven penalties a game. That was kind of that's been the little is that bad? variable that I didn't see. Yeah, it doesn't seem good. Hmm. Doesn't seem good. Okay, maybe. We'll uh, but I'll say, that. I'll say. Here's what I think. Um, I think Purdue is going to win by 14. And let me ask you guys a question: Which one's more likely? Which one's more likely? Um, Chuck Sizzle, Charlie Jones gets three touchdowns, or Devin Mockaby gets two. Shout out Mockaby actually producing. I think more I likely think... that Chuck Sizzle gets three. Okay. Okay. You just, you, just... You easily you say that. I need to make it harder. How about AOC? No, I, I would go Mockaby. I would okay. go Mockaby. AOC is going to throw for 400 yards. I'm not, I mean, wow. Not a guarantee. I could see him throw 385 and we're like, okay, it was, but he's going to throw for a lot of yards. He threw for 400 plus this weekend. I this can, is a much I, worse I, team. I could, I could see Mockaby. 71% um, getting to. I could see, you know, I could, uh, yeah, exactly. We again, we saw a we, all of these things, which is like just one less, one less bad call, one less dumb penalty. What like AOC one takes less the sack, six, six under AOC him. takes the sack on first and ten instead of flailing for the first time like I've ever seen, right? And throwing that pick six, he it's looked like, exactly like Carson Wentz on that play. That's not. A good I think that was a good thing. line that somebody said to you, which is that Carson Wentz would have thrown it with his offhand. That's, that's that being great, said, I can no longer. I can no longer blame Carson Wentz for the Colts' terribleness. I just. I you abandoned. can say Carson Wentz is bad and the Colts are bad. <laughs> you're right. You can say, you're right. Because you're Carson right. Wentz has proven in different 
Let's look. Now it's three different teams that he's shown that he can make stupid boneheaded plays over and over again. I, I didn't. I went to a park and played basketball for three hours instead of watching more football break my heart on Sunday. I recommend uh, grass. I recommend touching grass. This is good. That's a good thing. It's a good idea. Though. Or smoking. Uh, it's fine. So, so, so yes. So Chuck Sizzle's going to have a big day. AOC is going to have a big day. You called you called Payne did uh, la- yeah. Payne for a big game last week, Dowd, and so yeah. that was a that was a good call. Not quite, yeah. didn't quite know all the ways he would impact the game. No, all the ways he was be big, so close, right. so close. <laughs> yeah, I, I I still think uh, I think Durham's going to be a handful for everybody as long as he remains somewhat healthy. It sounds like he's a little nicked up right now, just to read between the lines. But I still think I still think he is. Absolutely a pro on that field, and he's tough to tough to defend. And is a Darum did you see expected? just what he looked like in the post game? Gosh, no. he no. looked horrible. He looked angry, sad. I felt bad for him. Felt awful for him. Is Daru expected back or no? I don't. He's he's uh, Brom gave. I don't want to say typical Brom injury answer because I think they've actually been pretty good at telling us what's going on, um, but. Um, Sounds like Drew, there's no final decision or there's no way to say if he's definitely going to be back this week. Okay. I, I would say that, the though, in an unusual twist of events, that the running game is not hurting without Drew. You know, they just just not uh, – didn't that didn't change the trajectory of the game, not even Drew. No. No. Um, no, it didn't. It didn't. I, it's hard to say how it would have – how different it would have been. I mean – it, it sounds like such an X's and O's podcast when you say establishing the running game, but like if they can, well, it changes was AOC's fine. life. I, I actually think Maccabee was fine. I mean, like yeah. again, and 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 it's not like Brom trusts anyone more than the other anyway. Like he's he's going to throw. So well, Maccabee, by the way, has rushed twenty times for one hundred yards. Even I, mean, I can figure out that yards per carry. And, and, and there were and there were four straight runs. Like how when was yeah. the last time you saw four straight runs? And so to yeah. me, it's like not at yeah. the end of the Penn State game. I can tell you Not that. Didn't see it there. I can remember that didn't happen. I don't think I saw four runs in the second half of the Penn State. Uh, if Purdue can put together a complete game, they'll they'll win by three, four touchdowns. Yeah, a hundred. A hundred point go win. With, uh, what could go wrong? Forty-two twenty. I like it. I like it. I like the confidence. You got so, it. All right. Yeah. Well, why not? What do you What do you lose by? So this is a. Is this? Can we call it a BS Summit weekend, or are we not going to? We not say that. Who knows? Who knows? No one, who's to say? Who's, who's to, to say? say? Who knows? Who could know? Yeah. Well, the stars will know, and the eyes will find out on Saturday. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah. Well. It, yeah. I can understand. <laughs> Indeed. Is, yep. So, well, it's been fun, guys. I apologize to everybody out there who had to, who had to deal with that, uh, what, 10, 15 minutes of me arm wrestling electricity and electrical devices. And then the uh, hour afterwards. Arm wrestling electricity. That's a, That should be the title of a book or something. That sounds like a, an old-fashioned uh, public service announcement or something. <laughs> uh, play it safe around t- uh, power lines, guys, and uh, love you guys. Good night.